Episode of Do Fools Agree. I am your host, Michael Reggie, as always, here with my main man, Clifford Jordan Jennings. Cliff, how you doing tonight? Apparently, just waking up, my brethren. Oh, yeah? Listen, I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> you he's here kinda, now, though. He's, he's here. Popped, he's here. He woke he's up. He's kind of popped in on me there. I didn't even know. <laughs> well, that's because, we, for whatever reason, it's not playing the sound, it's not playing the intro video in our headphones. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Listen. What are you going to do? I forgot what I was here for. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, that's part of getting old. Sometimes you just walk into a room and you're like, damn, what the fuck did I do this Listen, for? <laughs> that's daily, baby. How your week been? It's been all right. It's been uh, it's been intense work-wise. Um, Yours and mine both. Work was a little crazy, but it was all good stuff. And I got the right FaceTime with the right people. So, and managed to be delivering on my shit. So basically got tasked with a couple of last minute things kind of all week. So it was like multiple fire drills and I, we knocked it out of the park as a team on every single one of them. So fire drills, fire drills is corporate term for like somebody else fucks something up and you got to fix it. Right. (laughs) I was about to say, I don't know how those fire drills work from home, but right. Right. (laughs) Nah. So, um, I can't remember if I talked about it last week, but we got confirmation that, like, we're approved to basically double the size of my team. Oh, for real? Because they like what we've been doing. Well, who's hiring, motherfucker? God (laughs) damn. These motherfuckers try to kill me. Are they? Man, listen. I don't give a fuck. I ain't going to let them. (laughs) You can't. You can't. It's not. You just can't do it. I ain't going to let them. But shit, I'd be lying if I said the devil wasn't in me today. Cause I was <laughs> about to give it to a couple people. Even after I got off work, like I said, I've been working on that house. I was just so frustrated. I wanted to throw shit. Oh, yeah. All day long. I was just on edge. Just. I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. Other than, like I said, the devil was working on me today. 
think you always have that. Man, he wanted to see it's me always do in the back. <laughs> He's like, oh. He wanted to see me do something, and I was about was to give the, it to him, too. Did we get to the I wish a motherfucker oh, would listen. steak? Nah, we didn't get there. <laughs> we didn't get there. Not quite. Just uh, a lot of honesty in uh, work chats. Let's put it that way. But I didn't get to the point of wanting to dial a number. Gotcha. I hear you. Once I dial a number, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> the chat, you don't know how to interpret how I'm Right. Is it sarcasm? Is it... Interpret on your own. Right, right. But on the phone, <laughs> you'll know exactly, you'll know where exactly I'm what, how I'm feeling about it. And I got situation. a new uh, supervisor, as oh, yeah. we discussed. Yeah. Who hadn't been there too long, as we've discussed. Right. So, listen. It's never, it never you, feels like a good situation when you are reporting to someone that you don't. That knows that, less. That knows less. Real. Right. And that you probably, not saying you don't have respect for them, but no, you not don't. No, 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 that's never, that's not how I get down. You yeah. know what I mean? I respect you for taking the, the position. <laughs> right. You're either very uh, brave or very stupid. So... Let's find out which one together. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't even need to find out. I can figure it out on my own. You know what I mean? <laughs> we don't have to find that out. And that's a fact, Jack. <laughs> but listen, just don't, don't, don't have me call you, is all I'm saying. That's not, not what you need to have. Mm-mm. Because right. I'll be, listen, I'll be telling this, listen, this right here, the issue that I have is above your pay, pay grade. So this isn't going to you. It's going right. to your boss. And she said, well, would you like me to schedule it? It's above his pay grade. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We're not doing this. So let's just leave it where it's at. And we'll continue as we were. <laughs> well, but we're not going to have this conversation because it's not going to go well for anybody. Right. Nothing good comes of this. Not at all. So, you know. I had not that, but I had the kind of the opposite where... Luckily, I told my boss that someone else was fucking up ahead of her, like, seeing it for herself. And then she saw it, kind of witnessed it, <laughs> like, firsthand. See, me, I'm and it was like, that it's happen. just like you said, Reggie. <laughs> I'm waiting on that to happen, because right now, motherfuckers are trying to play me like I'm crazy. Right. Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, I've been in my position for You're like, I told almost you. four years. Right. You just, wa- just waiting to be able to drop the I told you yep. so. Yeah, it won't be an I told you so. It'll be my suck my dick. <laughs> I'm, I was out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. I was gonna get it. <laughs> uh, these are also my favorite episodes where Cliff doesn't have the headphones on because he'll listen back and mm-hmm. see where I did the sound drop. As long as that motherfucker uh, plays back. <laughs> True. I was watching it over here, so if I click. Oh, shit. Shows Here up, we go so again. should be good. Listen, and if I, uh, 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 pardon the motherfuckers, but if I speak like Samuel L. this evening, that's just the kind of mood I've been in all day, so. You know? I'm sick per- and tired of these motherfucking snakes. <laughs> oh, this, this motherfucking, motherfucking plane. <laughs> that's funny. You got the devil inside of you. That's what, that's uh the uh Christina Ricci. Yes, sir. Black, uh, snake Black snake moan. moan. Uh-huh. 
Black Snake Moan is my shit. I'm telling I you. love that movie. Listen, I'm sure you did. <laughs> that might be my favorite Samuel L. Jackson, like him as the main character movie. <laughs> and he had to keep that bitch locked up. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> she was a deviant. She was. That was a regular Ghislaine Maxwell he had on She was hopping on everybody. Listen, kids, adults. <laughs> it didn't matter. Anybody uh, could get it. The young and the, the young black kid comes in, he's like, What happened to you? <laughs> he's like, I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry. Listen. <laughs> Oh man, but that does have great music in it at the end, like where he's uh, singing the blues or whatever. Who Samuel? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, it's got um, and it actually, I think the title track on the soundtrack is Black Snake Moan, and it's him. The, at the end, end right. yeah, mm-hmm. the end title. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty yeah. solid. I always like, I you know, that's a good that's a good intro topic for us. What favorite Samuel L. movies? Pulp. You like Pulp Fiction? I go back and forth with Pulp Fiction. I go back and forth with Tarantino in general. Yeah. I don't always know how I feel about him. I mean, I like his style, but some of it's a little off kilter. You know what I mean? And I don't even mean that like from a... You don't even mean that from a Django Unchained perspective? That's that's exactly (laughs) what I mean, like by a little off kilter. Like, Like I like the style, the surprise style of his movies, but... They're all a little like weird. Like yeah. you can tell where your mind was. Right, he's a little fucked up. Right, <laughs> but I mean, we all are a bit. But, but we like, are, and I also appreciate like any director that has basically a verb. Their their name turned into a verb. Obviously, says kind of what they did. Like what, ta- if I Tarantino, I'm gonna I'm gonna Tarantino this shit. It means you're gonna start with the end of the story oh. and work your way back into the beginning. Is that right? <laughs> Or I, or wait for the Shyamalan. <laughs> There's a twist coming. Maybe, that, maybe he's, I was about to say it again. Maybe he's just dyslexic. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe that's just natural to him. While we thinking he's Tarantino, a genius, he's just maybe Andy Warhol was just fucking colorblind. <laughs> like <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh man! All that, all that. But um, yeah, pulp. What? What other? Okay, Deep Blue Sea. A shark ate me. A motherfucking <laughs> shark ate me. <laughs> now that was Samuel. Uh, Samuel Jackson. It's my beer. That was what that was. Uh, it was Samuel Jackson. I don't know why I was thinking Samuel Adams, but it was Samuel Jackson. Damn. Jurassic Park. <laughs> was he in Jurassic Park? Yes. He's the he's the computer guy, right? Who gets eaten by the Velociraptor at the end, right? Because his arm his arm just lands on the girl at yeah. the end. Uh huh. What else? Um, I, you know, I'm sure this is a polarizing Chap. one. Chap, Chap is good. Was one of my the first one. I didn't like the second one that he, he had two. Yeah, he did one. I just take cut. back Shaft. He did one just like two years ago. Oh, I take back Shaft. Um, I like Soul Men with him and Bernie Mac. Ooh, Soul Men is my jam. That might be my top. It's, it, that next to Pulp. Him and yeah. Pulp and Soul Men. Yeah. Forgot about that. I feel like not a lot of people saw Soul Men. Like, because it came out posthumously for Bernie. Like, it came out, I want to say, like, six months after he died. Right. But 
it's, six it's months. It's a good, like, funny movie. Was it after? No, I thought it was before. Was it just before he died? It was before because Isaac Hayes died. Oh, okay. I know they had both died. Right around, By yeah. the time I saw it. When it dropped, yeah, Isaac Hayes had died. Well, me and Michelle went to go see that in theaters when it came see, out. See, I don't even that remember it being in theaters, but I remember getting it on DVD and all that. But it was, that's a good, solid one. Damn. Shooting dust, man. <laughs> Bernie tongue. <laughs> what else, though? I can't. I don't know why I'm blanking. I talk about this all the time. Who's out in the I'm chat? Here. Anybody out in the chat? Let us know if there's anything. Any uh, Samuel, Samuel L. L. Of course, Snake's on the plane. But, you know, if I'm being honest, I never even watched that. I watched it, and I, I watched it with it. my mom because she loves that campy shit. I started it, and I was like, I just can't. I can't. I might have finished it. I mean, you didn't miss anything if you didn't. I might have finished it, or I might have fell asleep on it. Didn't the snake, like, throw somebody back up or something like that? I'm sure. I don't remember. It's I been think it was, long. like, a dead body on the plane that a snake had, like, Eaten threw, and then threw it back up. I I, something know. crazy happened. I if I'm remembering it right, I, I don't remember there being it. like a giant snake. Wasn't it just I thought a bunch there of was a, a, a nice size snake? Maybe there was. Maybe it was an anaconda or something. No, I don't think it was that big, but maybe I'm mixing the two. Right. I don't know. Like I said, I know I saw it. Not that I remember anything about it. Um,. I mean, he's in all the Avengers movies. Passenger 57? No, that was Wesley. He was in that one, though, where he was on, um, he was a drug smuggler or mm. something like that on the plane. Not Passenger 50. That No. No, it was he, a newer one than that. Damn, I can't I don't know that one off the top of my head. And I want to say he had, like, braids in it, like Soul Men, but longer. And he had like a special dr- liquid drug or something like Got that. Got it. Can't think of the fucking name of. Was I never it saw like it. Something like Limitless or something like that. He wasn't. It in wasn't limitless, a Limitless one. It almost sounds what it is though. But yeah, it was, it was like similar. A like yeah, it was. It was. It's something. like a number, like fifty-seven or okay. something. Like it's Maybe. something. I don't know. Passenger fifty-seven. I think you're right though. Is Wesley? Yeah. But it's fifty-nine. Uh, Maybe. Um... Damn, I just had another one, and now I'm blanking on it. I mean, he was in the one Die Hard movie. Oh, Juice? That was a good one. <laughs> he was in Juice? Part of the Dave Chappelle skit, man. He had to be. <laughs> Juice is the movie with Tupac. Right. Who was he in Juice? Isn't he like the shop, the shop owner? owner. Yeah. Yep. You're right. And that's correct. a point for the white boy yeah, on Juice, by the way. Just calling that out. <laughs> yeah, you only knew because it was a uh, Chappelle skit. <laughs> but I knew it was the shop owner. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. I do remember him in that movie. Jeez. He was the one that was schooling Omar. Right. Telling him to watch out for... Uh, mm-hmm. What was Tupac's name in that? Um... Oh, fuck, dude. Now you got me. <laughs> I Damn, no I can't idea. think of his name. Ra- no, Raheem? Maybe. I think it might have. No, I think Raheem 
got killed. I don't know, but um, yeah, have we have we cleared Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah, IMDb? I just don't. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't. But yeah, I'm going with as far as your answer. I'm think in, I'm going. He's um, into Django too, isn't he? I know Jamie Foxx is the main character, yeah, there, but isn't he in it? He too? is in that, but I, I wasn't a fan of Django. No, that's understandable. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. Of there were a lot of people who weren't really a fan of Django. I watched it, but I wasn't a, I wasn't a fan of it. Yeah, whatsoever. Now I get what he was trying to do. <laughs> Understood, you know what I mean? like conceptually, right? Like what he was trying to do. I just like I say when like that was a skewed. Yeah. Perspective you had there, but you know what though? At the same time, now that I think about it. What are you thinking? Hateful Eight is another one that. Was... Hateful Eight. I knew. Listen, now that's. Up I there actually too. have not seen that one. Oh, so that's, that's one up I might have to. So I got it on DVD. Um, yeah, we'll go Soul Men, Hateful Eight. No, we'll go Soul Men, Pulp Fiction, Hateful oh, Eight. So Soul Men past top Pulp Fiction there? Yeah, just, right. just for the. Because it's Bernie's last one. Right. <laughs> and that is exactly right. Because I do, they're very close, Soul Man and Pulp, but I'm going to edge Soul Man out on, on that uh, March Madness bracket. All right. I haven't seen Hateful Eight. It's good. So I'm going to go Soul Man, Black Snake Moan, Pulp. Because <laughs> I really like that. Oh, movie. that's what I was about to say about uh, Quentin Tarantino. I guess I was about to say, I guess you got to, I, I have to give him proof. Peas from my perspective, yeah, because I always say that I hate seeing those black pain movies. Oh yeah, and true. he tried to make an opposite right. of of him being the one fucking shit up, right? Yeah, so I shouldn't be as critical of it. Yeah, but execution may be off there. Just from uh, there's probably a little bit more frequent use of colorful language than necessary. In that. Well, you know, he's always been a I mean, for lack of a better term, if you listen to what's-her-name, he's just an asshole. Right, right. But, I mean, at the same time, those Charlize. are usually the people that I gravitate <laughs> Yeah, you to. gravitate you towards assholes. I, mean? I agree. <laughs> but him, he just kind of he gives me a weird vibe. Like, I don't know. Oh, yeah, he almost gives off that creepy, like, Woody Allen vibe. Like, And you know he worked with Ep- Epstein and company for a long time, although he... Specifically, kind of like stepped away. I from didn't them even and think did about that. Them, but I was thinking more of it from a standpoint of I think he would go too far. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, well, I mean I that's basically what Charlize said. Comfortable, didn't, like didn't isn't that what Charlize said that like he literally strangled her to get her to react in a certain way? Oh, really? Yeah. And she didn't. She didn't necessarily come out like a me too. She came out more like. No, he's intense and Well, I don't know I don't know if I would have a problem with that. Okay. You know what I mean? Like like don't get me wrong, it's all about my reaction. Like if I defend myself just off of reaction, I apologize. Right. But at the same time, if you got what you <coughs> if you got the out shot you me, needed, yeah. I don't think I would have an issue with that. So much it's also different uh, man-to-man power dynamic versus man-to-woman. 
would be that's, my only comment. Yeah, no, there. yeah, no. I definitely didn't think of it that way. But you know what? I did. <laughs> I did think of it that way because initially I did. I did put my feet on Charlie's Murphy's couch. I know that's what you said, isn't it? I did. Uh, I put my feet on Charlie's That's the one I meant to hit, but I hit the wrong one. Oh, so. okay. <laughs> but um, the only reason why I said that is because when you originally said that, my mind knew me as a man is an issue. And the first thing I thought was, well, what if somebody did it to your daughter? Right. And my same reaction would be, did you get the shot? <laughs> did you get the fucking shot or no? Shoot the J. Shoot it. This might be what boosts her career. Are you saying that a little choke is all that boosted? It boosted you. He didn't even choke you with animosity. He just choked you to get a reaction. Right. Get over it. I hear you. You know who you're dealing with when you walk on set. That's true. That's true. You did sign up for him, so you know he's a little fucked in the head. Right. <laughs> Period. So you gotta... But at the same time, he very rarely makes a fucked up movie. Fair. Now, he may make a movie that isn't as... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not necessarily a box marketed office hit. The, Exactly. Yeah. Marketed the same. Because one of my favorite movies he did was Death Proof with Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. Love Death Proof about the, the female stunt drivers yeah, and yeah, the yeah. dude that tried to kill him or something. And they ended up, listen, I love Death Proof, but that was one of them like lower budget ones that people don't really know about. That was pretty good, but there were still some, what was the word I used? The, uh, when I talked about him, there were still some like, uh, sketchy parts in that, yeah. like, that's, I know that's not the original word I was saying, but like, like something's just off, yeah. Right, like where was your head at when you wrote that specific scene? Right. Well, and he's he's one of those that has basically said like he's doing ten movies and then he's quitting. Right. And he's almost there. So. And you know what? I'm not I'm not taking anything away from him, right? right. Because he may be one of those method actors in the director uh, in, form. in kind of, yeah, I hear what you're saying. You feel me? Where he has to get in the realm of the movie he's making. So choking an actress may not be outside of the realm if that's the movie if that we're the, making. Yeah. Fair. My dad used to do that shit all the time. Like when he was training me, like, no, do it this way. And yeah, you were a little too rough. Right. That shit hurt a little, <laughs> a little more than... It usually did, right. but I also understood exactly what, what he, was he was saying to to. when yeah. he did that. It, all right, so Tarantino, I don't know. I'm trying to think, like, of his movies, I think the one that I've watched the most is probably Inglorious Bastards. Um, I, I like the bear Jew in that. Yeah. That was my guy. That was your shit? Yeah. Um... <laughs> The movie, I liked it. I did like it. I'm not going to act like I didn't like it. It was just so long and... I mean, but all his movies feel like they, they go for That was ever. just long, you know what I mean? And it, and that I was think, part of the reason why I don't think I ever watched what Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Like, never watched that either. But that's also kind of outside of my yeah. interest. But... um. I don't give a fuck what these pricks are doing in Hollywood. <laughs> I don't care if it's a true story or nah. not, or based on uh, 
But well, uh, that's his thing is that it always has elements of a true story. Right. Doesn't mean that it's based on a true right. story or it's right. basically him rewriting history in his own way. But what was what were we saying before that? Just the, out of his movies, I think that's the one that I've seen the most. English, and I was yeah. trying to, I was trying. I mean, I've obviously Pulp Fiction. I've seen a fair amount. I don't know that I've actually made it through Reservoir Dogs. I think, I think I've started it half a dozen times and yeah, never really same watched way. it. Same way. I've seen the beginning. I've probably seen it all. Like, I've probably seen the beginning, middle, and end. Right. But never at one complete Well, that goes sitting. back to my commentary on Pineapple Express, which I didn't watch. But <laughs> I think I've seen it multiple times. I've seen the beginning. I've seen the middle. I've seen the end. I haven't made it through the movie yet. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is just, that's one of my favorite movies ever. I know, I know, we talked about it last week. <laughs> Seth Rogen is just a gem to the world, first and foremost. I want everybody to know that. Well, I love him in Knocked Up. <laughs> I love him. I, I don't think, him and Paul Rudd together are just phenomenal. I don't think I've had a Seth Rogen experience that I didn't enjoy. You watch Sausage Party. I know you don't like animation. I didn't really like Sausage yeah, see, Party. There you go. You are right. <laughs> you are right about that. I, I found one. Yeah, I didn't really like Sausage, but I, it wasn't made for me either. True. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's made for the South Park crowd. It, and that might be the case. Yeah, I don't know, but that just that kind of humor doesn't get me. I got you. I'm not a fan. What of about that. the? Uh, what was the one he? I mean, he's done too much shit with Franco, but. Uh, the interview? I wasn't mad at it. You know yeah. what I mean? I wasn't mad at it. I, I see why the other side of the world was. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I wasn't. Personally. Upset at it. You know what I mean? It wasn't an awful movie. Yeah. It wasn't the best, but yeah. it definitely wasn't an awful movie. I wouldn't say that. And that's all. That, personally, that's my like Seth Rogen take in general. See, I think I kind like, of put him on like the same level as like Sasha Baron Cohen. Like, oh no, there are funny elements to your movies. That's but... disrespectful. <laughs> disrespectful. That is disrespectful, <laughs> Seth. Where where I mean, did Sasha Baron Seth Rogen came from? Freaks and geeks. I understand, <laughs> and I wouldn't be surprised if. If somebody didn't tell me he didn't have a, a, a directorial writing position on the back end of it as well. Yeah, on Freaks and Geeks. You know what I mean? Like, he's a, he's a different mind, you know what I'm saying? And the, he is. And let's be honest, like, he... he um, I feel like he started out like a Tyler Perry where he was only marketing to one specific audience. Yeah. He played the same he, character in every movie. And then he tried to open up to, and that's where we got the sausage parties and all that. And I've never liked it. When I mean, has he ever taken anything like dramatic? Really? 40, 40, um, uh, 50, 50, 50, 50, yeah. 50, 50. All right. That's a little more dramatic. Kinda. Um, I Still also, comedic elements, um, but. the one with Adam Sandler, where he was the comedian and I thought that friend, was oh uh, friend, some kind of funny or um, yeah it's something with funny yeah though. funny people funny people that's yeah. what it is that one was a little more dramatic right just you know because this whole situation and all that I like that yeah but I would put that in the same boat as like uh, knocked up 
Like that character, that character feels the same in all three of those well, movies. Yeah, no, I definitely understand what you're saying. About you know what I mean? Character. Like he's the comedic relief, but he can do well, dramatic. See, that, Even Zach and Mary make a porno. It's the same character. We, yeah, no, that's where we get a little <laughs> Doctor Doolittle though, because what I feel like is he he was staying in his comfort zone. You feel what I'm saying? Or I said Doctor Doolittle. I meant a uh, nutty professor. Right. He was staying in his comfort zone. And, I mean, that's a little different because Eddie was playing everyone, but he was still more comfortable him playing those roles. Than playing against somebody right? else. And it was innovative because you never saw the same person playing Right, roles, you hadn't seen that other, much like, in terms right. of CGI or uh, Exactly. So I feel like Funny People's genius came from the fact that it was a movie literally about comedy but it wasn't presented in a comedic manner. You feel what I'm I saying? I agree. I agree. He was depressed about his roommate. Adam Sandler was a dick to him, and that was his dream guy. Like there, it was, was, there was so much going on. Like, they had funny moments. Right. Or mom- like, I never really laughed there was out another, loud, but I was like, that's... Hmm, there was you know? another movie that was kind of based uh, around stand-up comedy that came out more recently, and I think it was actually directed by Steve Byrne, um, I think I know what you're talking about. And it was kind of the same thing. Like, it was a movie about stand-up comedy, but it wasn't like... Right, I know, but I it wasn't, I know exactly it, what you're talking about. It I was more of a drama than a comedy. Like, And I'm, I'm blanking did on the Bob name of it. Did Bob Saget have a cameo in it? Yes, he did. He did. I know. See, I'm I'm telling you, damn near... Uh, what's it called? And I never saw it either, but I know what you're talking about. Schmo down. Holler at right? you, boy. <laughs> But um, yeah, I know exactly. The what opening you're act. About. Yep, that's what it was. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. That was gonna bug me. If but I, I feel like that. that's the genius of Seth Rogen. You know what I mean? Like he says, "I want to be in it because that's my stamp on the movie." Yeah, it's almost like Stan Lee making a cameo, but Seth is like, "No, I can feel like I can hold a roll down, right? Me in the whole role." But the 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 genius of it is that everybody loved him for the comedy, and then you come out with a movie about comedy that right. isn't funny. Right. That gets this that's still serious. a good movie. Like that's that's some deep shit. Like true. I I I, agree. I just think that people didn't look at it that way. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't know. But yeah, Seth is Seth is a gem. That's one of my uh. Top five, top five. Oh, the other one. Um, Fucking Neighbors. Him and Rose Byrne and Neighbors. I I don't know if it's because I like her more, but at least the first, at least the first Neighbors. (laughs) The second one was kind of ant, but Mm, the first one was. I wasn't a big fan of it. She's like, she has to pump. Yeah. (laughs) And the breast milk goes out. (laughs) Yeah. I, um, it was all right. It was all right. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like that's one I can pop on anytime, and I know I'm gonna laugh at least a few times. Hmm. I'm sure I would, but there's nothing in there that stands out to me like a, a pineapple express. Pineapple express, I can literally say, you know, different scenes from the movie and just right. laugh off of me thinking about it but i got you fuck the movie well no let's not fuck the movies because <laughs> i have um some movie thoughts oh do this you? week what i did was i took all my notes in my brain okay 
And it's your job. He'll never come back out. Right, right. That's what I was about to say. It's your job to steer me in the direction of these galaxies. Because okay. you're Captain Kirk at the moment, right? <laughs> we're not in a file cabinet. We're in galaxies. So you got to steer me there. But as far as movies go, okay. two interesting things I saw this week with movies. One was the... Um, well, first, I don't know anything about this, but Mighty Ducks has a new movie. Not a new movie. They have a new series. And oh, really? Char and I actually watched the first episode today. I mean, it's what you expect from like a Disney Plus reboot. Like, Is Emilio in it? He is. He is not... Yeah, main. He is not an active character yet. I think they're heading that way. Okay. But the premise is, at least in the pilot, so spoiler alert if you're going to watch the Mighty Ducks on Disney Plus... Um, the pilot was this kid doesn't take hockey as seriously as everyone else. Everyone else on the, the ducks currently is like those over-involved parents, right? Where right. like, Oh, he's going to every camp this summer. And I, I have trainers here at the practice watching him. And so he that, comes and shits on people in, well, this, the main character, right. so the kid that doesn't really care. And, and he's not good. He gets oh, cut. He gets good. cut from oh. the ducks at the beginning of the episode. Oh. And so he spends the whole episode basically pulling together your ragtag crew of misfits. To challenge them. <laughs> to basically start their own team and join the league. So they start their own team. Kind of like the ducks. Kind of. And the guy... and. In order to start their own team, they have to have a home court, basically. Well, no, that was Mighty Ducks 2. Because yeah. somebody stole the Ducks, didn't they? And uh, no, you're thinking uh, that's the third one. No, they second were... second one was Team USA. Right, and they can't, and that was that's what I'm thinking of. They were Team USA, and then something happened to where they left and became the Ducks? Uh, they did it at halftime, basically, or in between oh, periods. They switched, jerseys. they switched jerseys, yeah. Same so thing. The third, one, the third one was when they went to college. And then they ended up right. doing, like, the freshman versus varsity scrimmage. Right. And when they came out for the freshman scrimmage, they were wearing their Ducks jerseys, basically. Yeah. Okay. Same idea. Okay. Anyways, so this kid pulls together this ragtag group of misfits. And in order to, like it, I thought I was. And in order to sign up for the league or whatever, to introduce themselves as a new team, they have to have a home, like, a home stadium. Right. The person who owns the home stadium, which is, like, this rundown warehouse that Amelia happens to have. Exactly. So what the fuck happened to his career? <laughs> Who the fuck knows? Well, by the third one, he wasn't the coach anymore. He actually... But in high school, you was the man, homie. I hear you. What the fuck happened but he, to you? But he left, he left coaching, and he went back to being a lawyer, and we don't know what's happened to him in between. Oh, he's a lawyer with a rundown shack. Basically. Like <laughs> he, ended up, he ended up buying his own ice rink after he retired from law or some shit. Okay. So okay. that's where that one is. Uh, the one that we didn't talk about last week that dropped on Disney Plus, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That shit is hot. Is it? Him and Bucky together. Like last week was very introductory, and they were kind of setting up the undertones and kind of the main plot. Oh, it's a TV show. Yeah. Oh, this I week that was a, a movie. No, this week they got to. So last week was very much. They they were basically setting up everything that they were going to address in the series. Like, so basically the the. It starts off with Falcon kind of saying he doesn't want the mantle. Because and what you start What's to learn. Uh, so at the end of Endgame, Steve Rogers oh, gave the him shield. the shield. Oh, is that the mantle? Yeah. And so uh -huh. he basically said he didn't want to be Captain America. And so he gave it back. Because uh, 
Because you can't have a black Captain exactly, America. Exactly. I think that's actually. I like, actually think that that's where they're going right. with it. And so, throughout that first episode, like you kind of see what's been up with Bucky, and you see what's been up with Sam and Sam. Like they're very much they're they're taking race like head on. Because if Winter Soldier is the next Captain America, because I know he was in the comic books, wasn't he? I think he did. He may have been at some point. point. But they've both been Captain America in the comics. Both Sam Wilson and Bucky have been. I'm going to be. I just don't like Captain America. I hear you. And don't. So, what they've done at this point is they've introduced a new guy as Captain America. Okay. And basically, Bucky's pissed off that Falcon gave up the mantle, basically. Right. And so neither one of them liked the new Captain Why do you America. Need a shield when you have wings and a laser. I agree. But anyways, so this week's episode, they finally got back to a little bit of that buddy cop dynamic that you wanted to see between Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And so so far it's a it's a pretty solid show, man. I like it. And the, and the production Soldier. value, dude, like if you were to play the two episodes back to back, it's half of a movie. That's what I bet. That's why I was saying I didn't. I, I'm surprised that they went the show route with it because I'm sure I will tell they you showed out a lot of money. I to will them. tell you if you watch it back after it's all done, it'll feel like a five to six hour movie. You're right. I'm sure they paid him a lot more doing it that way as opposed to dropping a movie for. I I, I would imagine. I don't know in terms of pay. I, I can imagine that this. I think this is going to be a much bigger hit than WandaVision, and I think that this is going to be a much bigger, like, binge watch. Like, because I think it's only six episodes. And so mm. you're going to be able to six go hour back. long episodes? Uh, like 40, 40 minutes. Right. Wait, why? Which, There's but, no, yeah, the commercials no, on Disney No, but that's the whole, that's, most of their shows are somewhere between 30 and 50 minutes. But this one, I feel like the starting episode was like an hour and 10 this one was like forty five, maybe. Right. Hmm. But the it looks like a movie. Like the CGI on a certain scene this week was a little off, but do they show fights on Disney Plus? No, they do all that on Hulu. Okay. Because I think I think what's gonna happen. So technically, I think they do that on ESPN Plus. That, I right. think they're merging ESPN Plus and Hulu. Because Hulu has a better back-end technology. Well, I'm just trying to... Yeah, I mean, because I wouldn't... I, there, there's no reason for me to get Disney+. Plus. You know what I mean? I like, just for Just for, like, the Marvel shit and the Pixar movies isn't enough to for me to pay. like The Mandalorian, too. I'm sure I would. I'm sure I would like <laughs> a lot of that. But it's just not... You want the Maddie Ducks, just admit it. <laughs> that's, still, that's what three shows right, right. there it's not but enough. the flip side is, is they, they're just gonna keep going with the shows like they have a full slate of marvel shows they have see, a full slate of star wars but shows. see here's the like, thing and this is my mind but if you're not part of the if you don't like those franchises if you're not diehard fan of those well no i'm not even thinking like that i'm thinking like my mind the only reason why i can convince myself to keep a netflix or a hulu subscription because there are multiple shows on that that I enjoy mm-hmm. that are continuing, you know what I mean? So those drops happen at different times. But I if I'm that. buying Hulu Plus for three shows and I watch all three of them in two weeks, yeah. I'm now paying for something for months 
years even waiting for the next season to drop. And no. that's where these motherfuckers get in your pocket. And honestly, I'm the same way with Paramount or with what used to be CBC All, or CBS All Access. I don't even know about that. I only got that. I only picked that up when Star Trek drops a new season. And honestly, I don't pick it up until it's halfway through that season of Star Trek because then I'll start watching it. And by the time right. I've caught up, it's towards the end of the season. Right. And then and the, the day that that last up. one drops, I cancel my subscription. Right. And that's what... That, that, and see, me, I'm the kind of person that has subscriptions that I don't even use. And I'm like, <laughs> just call and cancel it. And I just never find the time to. So before I'll jump into that pool, right? I want to know if I want to swim in it. And yeah. that doesn't seem like a pool. I mean, I honestly, that's kind of where I am. So I treat Showtime the same way, even. I canceled like, that. We pick it up just to watch Shameless. And well, once see, Shameless is over, I canceled. I got it for the fights. And you know, I love that more than anything. Yeah. But there were too many issues with that app. And after a while. So it, were I, you using a standalone app or were you getting it through Hulu? No, I was using a standalone. I would recommend like getting it. Well, I don't know if you can do live. I don't, yeah, then yeah. that's the issue is that the fights are only live. You mm. can't. Well, you can stream them, but you have to wait for like a month for them to drop them on. Gotcha. The, and I'm not. That's not the, yeah. Right. So at this point, it's just what do you like more, your pride or boxing? And pride wins every time. Y'all can keep that shit. I'll watch that shit on Hulu. Yeah. Or I mean, uh, YouTube. I got you. For free. Right. Fuck now, me. I'm kind of in the same position with like HBO. Like if HBO weren't doing the movie thing right now where they were doing day and date. Like, in theater and on HBO Max, I wouldn't still have HBO right now because there's no right. HBO shows that I'm, like, diehard about. Right. I mean, we watch last week tonight with, like, John Oliver every week. but And you know what? That even makes me feel better about the fighters not getting paid for my pay-per-view buy because it's not my fault. It's Showtime's fault. Mm-hmm. If Showtime and all these streaming services got their shit together... Maybe y'all get a little bit more money in y'all's pocket. No but doubt. since the, the all the conglomerates out there don't give a fuck, I don't either. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. You know? So? so I don't like that. I don't really like, you know, stealing from a, a, a fighter's pocket. But at the same time, if YouTube's going to play it and Showtime doesn't work, I'm going to YouTube every time. Right. No, I hear you. You know? Like, right. that's not hard. That's, that's on them, like... Because I can tell you, you can't post any kind of Disney content on YouTube without them flagging it immediately. So that's on Showtime for not basically blocking it on YouTube. Listen. <coughs> or fixing their fucking platform. Right. To where people <laughs> or or making it possible to actually use their shit. Right. So I'm cool. I've had That's actually, I, uh, I picked up, because we don't do cable anymore, I picked up AMC Plus to watch Walking Dead. Just because it's the last season, the and, new one with and the, we've and uh, we've stayed with it so far. Maggie's back. Yeah, she's yep. running it, and she running the thing now. Kinda. Mm-hmm. Right now, they've so right now they're kind of, and I think it's because of COVID. How old's the little kid? Uh, I think he's like three, three oh, or four. See, I wouldn't be interested. But and uh, Rick's daughter is. I think the last time we saw her, she was like seven or eight. Um, but. Anyways, right now, and I think it's because of COVID, they've, they've split off basically into, like, two-person groups. 
Mm-hmm. Which is, they were big on that in, like, season three or four, I think. Well, even from the start, like, yeah, at season one. At there the was end a fair of amount. So at the end of the season is when they teamed up. Right. And I believe, if I remember correctly, they ended up splitting in two, two. They didn't get a camp until around three or four. Right. It wasn't until they ended up at the farm with Herschel and all that. Right. Yeah. Right. Anyways, all right, so jumping over to the uh, chat real quick, just because we got a couple. Uncle Dan with us live from the start this week. What's up, Uncle Dan? He gave me a humph, I think, for Pineapple Express. Uh, He said, Sasha Baron Cohen is way overrated. And he said, I can't stand it. And then he had a question, Cliff's brain is an Etch-A-Sketch tonight? (laughs) As far as what? Well, because you were saying... Uh, it's a filing cabinet versus a uh, galaxy. Right. I think he was making a joke. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, I don't know. It's uh, the we have Applehead, which I don't know who that is. But, uh, shout out to Applehead. Shout out. Uh, which is best, to die as a good man or to live as a monster? I'm going to die as a good man. I think so, too. I would agree with that. Yeah, I'm going to die as a good... You either I'm live... Not- you either... You either die a hero or live long enough to become the villain. Isn't that the Batman line? I can go tomorrow. You hear what right. I'm saying? I am not dying to stay around. So I'd much rather die on my morals than live to fuck somebody over. I don't get a joy out of doing shit like that. Now, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I am only human. If I feel like you fucked me over, then yeah, I do get a joy out yeah. of. I mean, I say it all the time. I'm petty. Yeah, I am. I am. I'm not going to lie. Like, I mean, something, something in me says, Cliff, be the bigger man. But I'm like, nah. Not like, you. nah. Teach him for the next motherfucker. Right, right. So I'll I, be the last person they do that to. That's how I feel about it. You know what I mean? And half of that is me standing on my morals that I don't want to see anybody else go through this. So let me break your fingers if you stole from me. Right. I'm with you. The only way I could see myself become the villain is the uh, just becoming the old white guy. Punisher shit. That would be the only way. No, I'm even talking just if I live a long life and I get curmudgeon in my old age and I'm like, no, nobody else can have this. I'm going to die with it. (laughs) Right. That's the only thing I could see. Like, (laughs) your standard old white guy. I I mean, mean, that's still fucked up, but I wouldn't by any means put that as like... You don't think that's villainous? (laughs) Nah, because at the end of the day, you worked for that. Fair enough. Fuck them kids. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just playing. Rita, you're out in the chat, I'm sure. I know that's how you feel. But I mean, 100, though. I mean, at the end of the day, you worked for that. So, listen, like I told you, I didn't even know about an inheritance or anything like that until I was in my 30s. Right. I didn't know motherfuckers got money from people dying. Yeah. So. I mean, you and I have both talked about that. Both of our kids are probably not necessarily better off but they make a nice sum of money if we go early listen and i'm not mad at you i hope you get it baby i, I said it last time and i said it. i hope you get it nah you ain't getting yours <laughs> hey reg listen i hope you get it i hope you get it uh best case scenario i make it for you but right now it's looking like i hope you get it because i was thinking about this today and we never touched on our inadvertence and i was thinking, oh no 
a poor man's million and a rich man's million is two different things. Absolutely. Of a, course. A rich man's million, he's not, he's reinvesting that shit. I mean, you didn't even really, I, I'm not going to say that, but nine times out of ten, you didn't have to touch too much to get that next million. Right. You know what I mean? And the only reason why I say that as my inadvertent is they say that to, yeah, the average millionaire has seven different revenue streams at one specific time. My black ass has three yeah. that take up all of my time and drive me absolutely crazy. But that's because you don't... Well, other than the t-shirt game, you don't own the means of production. Right. That's right. capitalism. If you don't own the means of production, you don't actually... But, those I revenue mean, streams the, aren't yours. They're someone I'm, else's. But I'm, I'm, I'm saying, though, <laughs> At the same time, though, but this is what you're not taking into account, is that they say all money ain't good money, right? So when you use that analogy, the revenue stream would be owning the house. Now, owning the house also comes with, outside of the work that I'm doing, being providing the materials, paying for the work, all of that, but then taking care of shit when it breaks down. True. You know what I mean? You dealing have the maintenance tenants, costs. You have with tenants that don't want to pay rent. You feel what I'm saying? And don't get me wrong, I will always gamble that before I would gamble just fixing the house. But what I'm saying is that revenue stream is fine for me because nothing else is coming out for it. Yeah. Now, when you look at the t-shirt game, I'm paying out. I'm making money, but I'm paying out. Just this as is quickly. much. Yeah. So it's almost like that money is more money to me than this money because this money isn't money. It's working for the future. You okay. feel what I'm saying? You don't make money in the beginning. What you do is you show your consistency. Like we've been talking about the podcast. You make sure you don't miss a week. And then people start noticing regardless of if, if I like all the shirts you're making I admire the fact that you have them on time for me every time I order. Right. So right now I'm just building up a name at the moment. You know what I mean? Right. And if I'm being a buck, it's not a situation where this is just something I dream to do. You know what I mean? But it's an extra revenue stream that I'll definitely take advantage of. But for the most part, like I said, this was for, merch when we get to that point and I got people that were interested in doing this in general so if I can help you at the same time as make money off of what you're doing right I'm gonna take every avenue possible absolutely because at the same time while you're helping me make money with your dreams the equipment is still here for me to do what I to do your thing right I hear you on that so, but what I'm getting at is the poor man's million, you may die for you get it. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Just to get, I couldn't even imagine, even if three out of the seven revenue streams worked for themselves, I could not imagine managing the other, seven the other revenue four streams revenue streams at this specific current point in my life. Right. Wouldn't work. I'd right. die from stress, overwork, all that. Well, what you end up doing is you end up paying other people to manage those revenue streams, generally speaking. So either you have like a, a 
you know, uh, financial advisor, or you have an uh, intern at this motherfucker. Right. God knows I can't pay nobody. The you want to learn how to well, get a, a child labors for it. Well, listen, send some of them iPhone factories. I thought we learned last week. You were, you were bringing karma in on the family business. Yeah. The child labor business is what I call it. Nah. She ain't ready. So any other uh, inadvertent thoughts since we went on that track? Um, That was my number one. My second inadvertent thought was, why are visible tailbones so unattractive? (laughs) So being able to uh, see a a nice ass that you can see the tailbone on, that's not good. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I don't even think, I think that they're like, I think that the two cancel each other. I don't think you can find a nice ass that you See the tailbone on, right. right? That's the old, that's the old, that's a pancake ass. You just swoosh. Listen, like almost like your waistline wraps around your entire body with no, no curvature, no addition mm-hmm. in weight, meat, with you. proportion. I'm with you. Nope. Like it, because I was, I don't know what it was. I don't know <laughs> if I was watching a porn or I just seen. An ass out a bony ass. That might be the more likely of the two, but it had to be bent over because the first thing that I thought in myself was that shit pokes out like an origami. <laughs> you know how you fold a paper plane like it's the like fact, that. <laughs> right? Like what the fuck <laughs> is going on back? That has to be an issue. That has to be an issue. Like, and does when, it hurt for you to sit down if you've got You know no what? Ass? And that inadvertent <laughs> thought came from the title that I saw when you said evolution. And I was thinking, couldn't be real. Because at this point, <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't be seeing no fucking tailbones anywhere. All these thick-ass white girls out here, and I'm still seeing tailbones and motherfuckers is trying to argue evolution what is the evolutionary uh, uh, benefit of... Of still having a tailbone at this point? Having a paper plane poking out the yeah, back of know. your spine. That would hurt. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, I feel like you should slither. Real talk. <laughs> like, if you have a tailbone that I can visibly see from you bending over, you shouldn't be walking upright. You should be slithering. Because there's no reason why people should have to watch out for something that sharp. <laughs> They say don't run with scissors, bitch. Don't bend over, cause there's a lot of tailbones. Don't bend over with a visible tailbone. Man, listen, that's all I'm saying. That was a uh, inadvertent I got off of evolution. Well, I don't want to jump quite into that yet, so I'll jump into my inadvertent thought. Mm-hmm. So, do you watch Hulu a fair amount? I do, for the most part. Have you seen? They've been playing this one all the time. The you the brought wh- me back. The whispering. Kirk. The whispering. Uh, Kevin Car Bacon? insurance commercial. Oh, okay. Where they want to do the commercial. It's really quiet because car insurance commercials are loud. No. And I'm like, why the fuck is there an ASMR <laughs> no. auto insurance commercial? Listen, that's what I thought about that YouTuber with the microphone. I said, God damn. What is that? <laughs> that vibration. I don't know if I like it or don't, but it's a man's voice. It's bothering me. 
Cliff is listening to male voices for ASMR. Listen, I, mean, now, I bought the do, microphone, dude. so now I'm about to be OnlyFans. Right. You can check out Cliff's OnlyFans at OnlyFans.com slash... Uh, we got to come up with a, a better nickname. Uh, <laughs> hit the showers might work. <laughs> Call it a double entendre. <laughs> OnlyFans.com slash hit the showers. Uh-huh. There you go. Yeah, I was that was one that I had. And then the other one I had was um Damn, I gotta look it up. Was it it about was slides? uh it was not about slides. It was about commercials, especially for small businesses that like feature their CEOs. Like, I don't give a fuck who you are. This is not making me want to buy your product. <laughs> Unless you're the Rogaine guy. Not only am I the president. <laughs> I'm a customer. <laughs> That's the only time that works. I don't fucking know. Listen. And there was that Super Bowl commercial that did the same thing. What? It was like some CEO of some not John really Cena. well-known commercial. In the, micro, in, the, in the Mountain Dew commercial. Wait, what? John Cena in the Mountain Dew commercial. No, that shit's funny. It was... <laughs> I'm talking like a CEO that was, that was like playing his ukulele for the commercial. Like, nobody fucking cares. What's a ukulele? A little guitar. Mm, like a one Hawaiian, of them Hawaiians. Hawaiians. Yep. Yep. I don't know if that was racist, but... <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> That's that's spot on. That's spot on. That's what I thought. I should play it. So those were my uh, those were my two. You got any other inadvertence, or I could jump into kind of why I put that as the topic. Listen, I inadvert all the time. <laughs> I inadverted all over this. Listen, I inadvert <laughs> everywhere. Uh. You know what I'm saying? I am ambidextrous with the inadverts. That's all I'm saying. I told but, her it was just an inadvertent thought. <laughs> <laughs> but if I'm being honest, the devil was in me today, so I'm going to hold back my thoughts just no for fun. this episode. Yeah, so let's get into the evolutionary tales. So, and I think I've talked about this on the show before a little bit, but I was looking it up just because it popped into my mind. So it started off as an inadvertent thought. And uh-huh. And what it ended up being was, so, uh, certain species of cephalopods, so, like, octopi, mm-hmm. uh, I think, like, cuttlefish, Let squids. That I didn't say you were dumb. Who said anything about you being dumb? <laughs> Did I accept what a cephalopod was? Yeah. It wasn't it, for you. It was for the audience. Okay. <laughs> it might have been for Cliff. It might have been, you know what, when he said it, and I, afterwards, I was like, am I that... Am I, what's a cephalopod? <laughs> no, wait, wait, what? I know I have that stored in one of these file cabinets somewhere. Uh, anyways, so cephalopods, when they reproduce. Right, fish they, and um, eggs, eggs. No, so uh, it depends. Like, some of them, actually, I... I I want to say at least the ones that I'm talking about. Uh, I want to say octopus give live birth, or at least octopi. some octopi are. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Um, I think the ones at least the one that sparked this thought originally was that they give live birth because 
Octopussies. It was a. <laughs> that's probably what it is. Octopussies. Oh. Uh, that's why they made. <laughs> look, that's why they made I the plural of some shit. Because sometimes you end up with a pussy on your hands. Or pussies. Uh, <laughs> and in this day and age, everybody didn't want that. So. Octopi. Octopi is what we call So there are certain species of octopi. Cephalopod. That, <laughs> that when they give birth, they are in turn with giving birth, they die. Right. So, and this is, we watch a ton of nature documentaries because it's something we can throw on TV that we don't feel guilty watching as a family. Oh, um, but there are certain species that die, but the young or the offspring retain, seems to almost retain knowledge from the parent. Right. Meaning they retain knowledge in terms of like things that shouldn't be instinctual, but should only be learned behaviors. They can be there. And so that thought came back into my mind today about how one, that's kind of like the Assassin's Creed Creed, like the principle of the Assassin's Creed games is that memories are passed down through DNA. Right, right, right. So I was think I had I that came back up just because I was like, all right, I, we don't have anything to talk about uh, tonight or whatever. Yesterday I was like, we don't have anything to talk about tomorrow, so let me like think about stuff. And this was something that came back up, and I did a little research, and basically certain species of cephalopods rewrite up to like thirty thousand different elements of their RNA, right? Versus mammals. And most other species of animals that only rewrite like 25 to 30 elements. Right. So they are Same evolving on an evolutionary. Exactly. They are, they are evolving on an evolutionary scale, like at 10,000 times the rate of humans in I terms of, in I terms of how much they're rewriting. Yeah. The, the diff, the, I think it was three different species of cephalopods, but yeah, it was octopus and squid be, were the big they ones. They could be, they, they could be arguably the smartest animal in the world. Right. Cause they've learned how to use tools. Like you see, if right. you were to go to the ocean floor, like you could see an octopus using like basically created tools to like open up shellfish right. or something. And you don't, and that's what, and that, listen, we go back to another thing that I said is that the, the ocean is one of the, least discovered places in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. How do you know that it's not a fucking George Jetson set up down there full of octopuses that are like, <coughs> I don't mean like flying cars and all that, but you know what I mean? Like, like what if whole, we only see the dumb ones? The ones that leave their society or their civilization? I mean, they say that a lot, a lot too about like dolphins and whales is that dolphins have some level of communication that is actually almost telepathic in nature. Right, right. Like, they don't, they communicate with, like, beeps and whistles or whatever, but they actually communicate through electrical impulses that right. share emotion and image. Right, right. And it's just, I don't yeah. know, it kind of got me thinking, like, and I think we talked about this a little bit, because I, I, I remember talking about, I'm what was it, Star, Star Trek Four. Where the probe comes back and it wants to talk to humpback whales. Right. Yeah. This wasn't last week. This was, it was a couple weeks three ago. Or four yeah. Weeks ago. Yep. But it. I. I just. I was spiraling on that a little bit, and I kind of wanted to see like where that we could maybe episode, take a conversation. We did a little bit. Was a little deep, and I didn't even hit everything. One of the but before I uh, get to that, one of the things that you said though, that's what at least from 
my culture that they say. You know what I mean? We, we touched on it last week where we said the death of an elder is something you cry for because that's the death of wisdom, wisdom that may and not knowledge. have been yep. passed on. But at the same time, they say that if you know your history, you feel what I'm saying, then that brings you strength. Right. Especially in the black culture because no one knows their history. Now, that makes more sense to me because as we discussed last week, your brain's not a file cabinet, it's a galaxy. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So if you know where you come from, you may have unused knowledge about what you, you have this you solar knew. system over here, even though you're living in this one, you have reference. Now I have a connect so I can access those old memories. Yeah. Like I said, it might have slipped past people in well, that listen, but I said the, the mouse experiment, mm-hmm. the one where that we've talked about it, but what they did was they gave a mouse sugar water and regular water. But what happened was every time they drank the sugar rider, they would electrocute the mouse to the point that the mouse got scared to even go near a water that smelled sweet. That mouse then had kids and grandkids that would not go next to that sugar water because they remembered the trauma that that original original mouse mouse went through. And I was thinking, like, is that the actual reason for something like deja vu? Or the actual reason for maybe we do, maybe we do, or, you know, even remembering quote unquote past lives. Is it tapping into something in our DNA or something in our genetic code that's basically giving us insight to previous generations experiences? I don't know. I don't know. Then I only say my culture because I don't know about yours. You know what I mean? I don't know how you were raised, but they always say, follow your ancestors. Now, the issue with a lot of black people is you don't know who your ancestors are. Right. Now, the issue with Africa is, let's be honest, you can fit every other country in the world in that one continent. Yeah. Are you, from a population density perspective, yes. Well, I don't know which way they said it. I just know right, they right. said Right, right. You know that's was, a saying. Right. <laughs> I don't mean Sorry, that. I don't mean to call you out on that. My bad. That I was mean, not my intent. <laughs> but regardless, what I'm getting at is there's there's no bigger continent in the world. Got it. So for you to think that my ancestors are from Africa is like saying you're white. Right? Right. Does white does that mean? mean anything. Right. What are you from Norway? Are you from Belgium? Are you from Germany? Are you from Russia? Are you from where are you from? Right. Right, right, right. So for me to say, so you, so for for let's say American history. Well, and if say, you go back far enough, we're all from Africa. You already know. Cradle that. of motherfucking civilization. You already know that, my <laughs> brethren. Like Mike, you already know that. But what I'm what I'm getting at is the the natural history says you're black. You're from Africa. But we said that before. Just being black doesn't mean that you have anything to do with Africa. Right. You could be from Jamaica. You could be from Haiti. You could be from anywhere. You could be from Guatemala and be black. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. You could be from anywhere and be black. But when we break it down even like more minute and say, well, you're African-American, that's still like saying I'm white. Yeah. Because we know that every other country can fit into that. Yep. 
So where well, am kind I of... from in Africa to know what ancestors I need to be, to know what galaxy I need to be tapping into? And that's the whole reason why black history isn't taught like that. Because let's be honest, if there is a minute bit of truth in that, nobody wants black folks to be able to tap into their ancestors. Because out of everybody, who would know more? Right. Who's been done the worst out of everybody in the world? Who would know more listening to their ancestors than anyone in this world? Right. You're not. Yeah, absolutely. So why would they want you to know is the thing. Yeah. So when people come Have up, they, even when we think about uh, 23 and me, yeah. they tell you if you're black, we're probably not going to be able to, to tell you where down. you're from. Right. We figured as much. But let's be honest. Do you really know? I'm sure you do. Yeah. I'm sure there's something that you could do with my blood to let me know exactly where I'm from and exactly who my relatives were. But do you want me to know is the question. Okay. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel what you're saying. Because if you did, that wouldn't be a, a, a blurb on your website saying, if you're black, we may not be able to get it that accurate. Right. Well, what about every fucking body else? Yeah. You can get the Hispanics more accurate than the blacks in the... Is it? No, I'm, I'm not even going to try to defend it. Why? Like, I mean, why not? Like, the, like the only thing I was going to say is, is it that Africa has been more blended throughout its history because of the nature of the environment where they've been more, we'll say, mobile throughout their history in terms of across Africa versus other areas of the world where once civilization and roots were settled down, they didn't commingle as much. Well, so see, almost, like, almost being, almost being outside of Africa made you more tribalistic in nature. Meaning, I know what you're tribalistic saying. in terms of like you didn't cross over. Well, see, I don't know. No, that was no, the only no, thing. I, I was, I that was kind of where I was trying to go. There. I think that you're 100 percent right. I would almost think that. At a certain point in life, if you weren't from Africa, people looked at you as alien. Right. Why would you not be from, especially when the Bering Strait was still here? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> there, there wasn't oceans around everywhere. Right. Everybody could migrate by foot. Why, why wouldn't you be from Africa? It's almost like right. where you live in the city and somebody moves out to the country and you're like, well, why would you want to be out there? Right. You know what I mean? You may not be able to understand it. No. They understand and, it, though. And that's where, like, if you look at the rest of the world and you look at Asian cultures, African cultures, Middle Eastern cultures, there's probably a closer link there than with, like, Western European and whites. Even South Wait, American. Repeat, repeat what you say. So basically saying that if you looked at just skin tone alone, Right. If you looked at Asian cultures, Middle Eastern cultures, African cultures, even South American cultures, those are all more closely, I don't want to say related, but more closely, like, it just... I understand what you're saying. I get what you're saying there, but... I, like, white becomes almost like the outcast at that point. I mean, it really does at... at, at I mean, it really does at that point because... Basically, what you're saying is, or at least what I'm gathering from yeah. what you're saying, I'm not. Is, I'm not saying it clearly. So, but what go I'm ahead. gathering is, at that point in time, with everyone being in or around that African area, if you were to move off, you feel what I'm saying? Of course, you adapt to your environment, right? 
So you, you get lighter, you get fairer skin, straighter hair, tighter noses. The further you go north. All that. Then, yeah. So that's what makes me say that at that point, you would almost be alien because to the people that originated there, they would be like, why would you leave anyway? It's okay. And then the fact that you come back decades later and you don't look the same, it's like, whoa, <laughs> whoa there. What's going on here? Or whatever, yeah. Right. Well, of especially course, when right. you look at like indigenous peoples of the Americas too. Like that all comes from not, it not all comes from skin, drops. Not it all comes from drops. You know what they said, and I always, I always, um, I don't, I never knew what it meant, but I always kind of liked hearing it. Is that they said that the Viking countries that conquered all the places never had a problem with Africa or America. And I thought that's kind of odd, you know what I mean? But at the same time, you think of America as the America we know it. Right. Like as cowboys and Indians, but you don't think of it as the Aztecual America of still being like Mexico South America, yeah. at that point. Yeah. Because let's be honest, culturally, Mexico is pretty... And when I say this, I don't mean disrespect, but I mean out there. You know what I mean? It's, it's a unique culture. It is. A Mexican culture is... But then look at Africa. I actually think Mexican That's and Africa... That's even further out there are the closest. Are closer to one are another. Are the closest, yeah. is what I'm saying. So when I get at that, and I think of conquering-wise, the greatest conqueror of European or white descent were the Vikings. But they didn't have a problem well, with... Well, at least until the British Empire. <laughs> well, I mean, even, 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 I mean, even beyond that, I mean, let's say the uh, Roman came before the British, but what I'm getting at is when it comes to stirring the pot. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? When it comes to stirring the pot, Vikings were the number one. Right. We come where we want, we fuck who we want, if we have kids with you after we leave, that's on y'all. Yeah. So then people start looking the same. You feel what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. But when you get to a point of people where it's like Aztecs, Africans, we don't really mess with them like that. Them, they're fine. Now, as we know, that's not because you didn't want to. That's a fact. Because let's be honest, out of everybody in no, the world. No, if you're looking at it from a natural resource perspective, which generally Vikings were. Right. You're absolutely you, right. Africa would be the one place you would want to go to. And I'm even looking at it like from like raping and pillaging. Yeah. I would much, and this is real wild <laughs> for me to say, but I would much rather pillage, and I, I don't want to use the R word, I'd much rather pillage a place that doesn't have tailbone showing. You feel me? That's than really a good. place where I might get stabbed in my torso. Right. After I killed all your men, <laughs> the woman killed me with because her, your tailbone tail is like an origami crane. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, come on now. For the Wait. audio listeners, <laughs> Mike is making an origami crane with his hand in front of the camera. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit, man. I'm sweating. Allegedly. That's allegedly. Hilarious. But you get what I'm getting at. If I was a Viking and I'm big as shit, the only thing that would stop me from pillaging the African race 
would be a seven foot tribe. Right. I knew I, I knew we were coming back to the eight foot Africans. Way, and I'd be like, oh shit, not this them shit, though. This shit ain't worth let's it. Let's reverse, let's reverse paddle this shit. Back away from these motherfuckers. I mean, having played Assassin's Creed Valhalla, it's very hard to back up a ship. But yeah. Right. Let's back that. We're going to do it today. And then they got to Mexico and they was like, oh, y'all are the Africans, little brothers and sisters. Let's back away from y'all too. Let's leave y'all alone. We off to the next European area. Uh, y'all might be more G's than us. Fuck it. We're out. That's a, listen, I'm just saying. When you really think about it, the history tells itself. Right. You know what I mean? Well, and so. What's interesting is when you think about, and again, I think it all comes back to kind of evolution and praying to the sun, but like you look at the Egyptian periods ver- pyramids versus like the, the pyramids of Tulum down in like Mexico. Right, like, right, right. Very comparable. Right. Very comparable feats, but we talk about the seven wonders of the world as the Egyptian pyramids, and it's like the same shit was happening in Mexico. Well, see, that's the thing though. And honestly, those those two seem comparable from a they were they they weren't even like from a the, cultural aspect, right? And that's what I'm that's what I'm getting at though yeah. is that the only difference the only difference because they say that they're still aligned the same way based on those specific stars, mm-hmm. the North Stars, and all that, but they weren't as big, which makes sense though. You feel what I'm saying? Because if I moved away from my people and I don't have the resources to do what my what, people, what did, people did, I then... can still make something happen in a tribute, right. right? And that may not be the same grand scale that you did, but the fact that it all lines lets you know oh, yeah. the linear, and I, I don't want to say linear, but the history. The shared history or, I mean, yeah. It kind of goes back to our conversation around like the the general progression of civilization, right? Is from a from a deity perspective, you go you went from wish, worshiping the natural elements to natural to people, people to a single right monolith, monolithic. And the one thing that you can relate to all of those is that we went down a line of control. You feel what I'm saying? Because like I said, when you pray to a son, even if you kill, even if you steal, rob, rape, do whatever, that son's still going to shine on you. Son's still going to come up tomorrow. Still going to shine on you regardless. But once you take it to, oh, it's Thor, the god of war. Oh, you're not going to war? Well, you're damned. Right. Oh, now it's Jesus. Oh, you sin and you don't want to repent and praise me? You're damned. Right. That's where it kind of gets weird to me. Like, um, history doesn't quite tell me this is correct. Right. If that were the case, America would have fallen a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? Now, don't get me we wrong. We are a nation of sin. I am a, I am a believer in a higher power. Definitely know for a fact that one exists. Don't ask me how. Tune into older podcasts. But... When we start getting into like the Jesus and this, that's where I'm like, eh. Yeah. Now I'm not saying that well, God didn't sacrifice something or that maybe. I just don't know if I trust your story about it. Right. 
Well, and I think we talked about it a little bit last week, and I will use this to come full circle with the text that I sent you after our show last week. That if you look at the universe as being a living creature of which we are a part of it, right? We talked about that a little bit last week. That's the whole principle behind Star Wars and the Force, is that we all are part of this energy field called the Force. Right. And the Force has, yes, it has kind of dark side, light side, but... You need both to have balance. Right. And so when you look at the same thing when it comes to kind of world religions, like you still, the, the problem with world religions is that there is no balance. Right. It's all one sided, one way or the other. And triggering the inadvertent thought around that is that you have to have both the dark and the light from a Star Wars perspective because you have to have that raw emotion. As well as the Zen and so like what Mike's basically, basically saying is a life without uh, Leopold Strauss's and Hitler's and all that would be a life not worth living. No, I'm just I mean, I'm because just at that point, but you no, don't I have understand. any kind of unification. It's almost like what I we mean, talked light about side, light side and dark needing. side is more about like raw emotion versus logic and Zen, right? Like inward focus versus outward focus right. is really the difference between light and dark and in, in, in star wars anyways right. is that the dark side is nothing but raw emotion the light side is how do you find inner peace within that raw emotion right what i'm saying is is Listen. life in general you actually need both my lightsaber would be <laughs> purple you know I, mean? I don't know how you can mix like samuel blue. and we brought it full circle on the podcast back to Motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. <laughs> I trust Mike. I, I don't know Samuel L's lightsaber it color, it but is purple. it was it. It was indeed. Maybe they knew something we didn't know, man. I'm trying to tell y'all. Oh shit. I'm trying to tell y'all. So what else you got on this uh, on this topic? I'm sorry. Oh, I, um, I wanted to at least throw in the the. Shout from last week on. What we will throw in is this. And this, I feel like it ties in. And this is something that we were probably going to touch on on the podcast. Not tomorrow. Next week. For all y'all that don't know, check out the sports podcast. Hit the showers presented by the Foolproof Entertainment Network. But Trent Brown Jr. Trent Brown Jr. plays for the Portland Trail Blazers. Has just been traded from the Portland Trail Blazers to the Raptors. Okay. Now the article says this is the this is what I'm getting at. Now the article says, let me pull it up. His father. Okay, here it goes right here. Where is it at? Okay. So listen, um in 1998, Gary Trent Sr. was traded from the Blazers to the Raptors 41 games into his third NBA season. 23 years later, Gary Trent Jr. gets traded from Portland to Toronto, 41 games into his <laughs> third NBA season. That's crazy. And my first thought was, that's not a coincidence. But then I thought about it. I mean, it kind of has to be, right? <laughs> right? Somewhat. Like that the stars aligned right. for that to happen because they wouldn't have trade him, traded him to the Raptors unless they got something back from the Raptors, which means that that trade could have been made somewhere else if they would have gotten more back 
from, from that yep. team, which means that it wasn't just an intentional thing because they wouldn't have given them to the Raptors unless they were receiving something in return. Right. Which lets me know that that is the natural Order. rotation Same. of things. Okay. It just so happened that we came back around to that level at that time with that play. Well, I mean, if you look at... So... And I think I've used this example before. Like they, the uh, Star Wars is poetry like that. Like you hit this beat, then you hit this beat, and then you, it's all cyclical. Like right. If you and it's funny, we were talking about Vikings earlier. Right. It, the Viking mythology, or the Norse mythology, right. is Ragnarok. Right. Which is the end of the world, which triggers the beginning of the world. Right. Like, I think that there is definitely credence to the philosophy of basically. Time isn't linear, it's cyclical. Yeah, I know we've been <coughs> preaching that from a... Yeah. And I mean, that's kind of what you see with like reincarnation or something along that line is it's possible you've lived this life before. It's also possible that you've lived other lives before. Right. We're just at a new point in the cycle where, and, and again, coming back to the deja vu example... If we've lived this cycle before and we are reincarnated into this particular body in this right. particular cycle, deja you know vu what? makes it's, a lot of sense. It's funny. And before I say what I was going to say, what I that's Hindu belief. Hindu belief is that you keep repeating the same life until you, until you get to it right. Basically elevate. And then, right. And then you elevate to the next level, which doesn't necessarily mean heaven. No. It could just be a next, next. progression in that evolution. And then you keep working your way up. But um, I was just thinking about it today, right? Because, and I can remember the exact point in time I was thinking about it. It was at the start of my day. I just got my coffee. Okay. You're a coffee drinker? Yeah, I get a coffee in the morning. All right. Yeah, not enough to. I don't know. I would have. I don't know that I would have thought that, but all right. I usually wouldn't. You don't do cake? Do you do K cups or do you do. Uh, like the little like single use cups. It's a white people thing. Oh, no, <laughs> like the Keurig. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> oh, the thing where you put the little yeah, like the a little cup. Sour cream <laughs> yeah. looking yes, cup yes. in it. No. Right. No, I go to Speedway. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm a Speedway guy. I hear you. I you feel what I'm saying? That one right there on uh on Broad? Broad and James, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That I go there I for my morning diet. Pour out the, you know, <laughs> I just hit the machine and it does its thing. But um, I was leaving from there and I was thinking about it. I was listening to a, my morning podcast every morning. Like, on my way, I always listen to my boxing podcast. Okay. And if I'm being 100% honest... I have fallen off of listening to podcasts lately just because my fucking days have been murdered. Oh, I don't, I don't have a choice. Listen, um, I got... I got. I mean, I, I can get the work done in silence. Right. But... That's not fun. <laughs> it's not even about fun. Like, I'm not even in my flow at that point. You I know what you. I mean? Like... I'm just feeling like I'm going through the motions, but unless I'm comfortable with my day routine, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I hear you. You know what I mean? But I was listening to my boxing podcast, right? And that's always been that's always been my biggest issue, my biggest like. What do you mean? 
like I feel like if I was able to compete at the time when I wanted and should have been, gotcha. where would I be now? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But at the time that I got back into it, I was almost too, too old. late. Too right? old you know to be getting the training. Like, and I'm saying <laughs> even at that, even at the end, coming from somebody that knows the sport and had been into it at that age, even at 18, it's too it's kind of too late. You know what I mean? Like if you're not for already me. in it or yeah. Right. Okay. For okay. me, because now I got to start my amateur career all over again type shit yeah. and then work my way up to get enough fights to get looked at to go pro. Right. And we all know where I was at 18. You know what I mean? <laughs> that wasn't somewhere where I could have been. But at the same time, I feel like would I have been there if I would have been doing that? You feel what I'm saying? Okay. So then I thought, and this is where my thought came from, is that it's like, well, if evolution is real, would you evolve as someone? Because my mind, it's all about energy, right? You know what I mean? My mind's not going to change. I may be a different person. I may be a little less aggressive or a little less forward or a little less, but I'm still going to be me at the end of the day. Otherwise, if you had a different mind, how your, could you ever elevate? Your aura is going to be the same. Exactly. So I feel like whatever body you put me in, I'm still going to be me. So in this next life, if that is an opportunity, which may not be, we may, it may be a completely different outer space galactic gladiator. Yeah. Instead of boxing, they fight with laser swords. Well, am I still going to be able to do that? Like that's a legit thought yeah. in my mind. Like, is that like, I almost kind of, what's the word? Not idolize, not sexualize, not um what's the last one I was thinking of? But when they say like Valhalla mm -hmm. or what was it for the Romans where they say you you die yeah, the Elysian fields and you go to a ever, never ending fight where you just fight and be in joy for the rest of your that's something that intrigues me. Okay. You know what I mean? Like like that intrigues me. Like I'm intrigued by that. That doesn't see that. I could see that being a heaven. Yeah. You know what I mean? A, a never ending fight where it's like, yeah, we might die today, but we'll be back tomorrow. We'll be doing this all over right. that. I could see myself getting on board with, yeah. you know what I mean? I don't know. Is, is I know that I try to be a good person by the rules of today. I don't know if I'd want to be in a heaven the way they describe it now. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I, unless that's involved, unless all of our heavens are different, and yeah. I can create my own, not sure. That's not interested your, in your that. Take. Wanting to go there. Now, I'm also not interested in wanting to go to your hell either. But that doesn't intrigue me, and that doesn't either. I think the whole thing with and going to a Catholic school, like learning about what the actual teaching is, is that it's something that you don't, like, we can't even comprehend. In terms right, of, and that's what I get from freedom, the right. freedom, like me, even though I feel the way I feel, and let's be honest, I try to be as free as I possibly can, yeah. 
I know that I'm still shackled by the beliefs that you were raised with. Or? Just the not even the beliefs, just the the natural swing of things, the gravity of the world. I got you. You know what I mean? Like everybody's shackled by the gravity of this specific world. Not to say that the different world's gravity might be different. It's probably going to be different. Doesn't know if it's going to be better or worse. Well, and I think that that's where like a movie like Soul actually maybe gets it right. Where, so as far as like the Pixar, joint, yeah, just never in terms it. of the afterworld being like it, it is so metaphysical and non corporeal. And again, I'll I'll hit you with the Star Wars line. Well, before you do Luminous that, beings are we? <laughs> like, like what was that? Luminous beings, like right, we're, right. We're not. How can you? How can you be engaged in an ongoing or an everlasting kind of gladiatorial if there is no physical? In terms, well, see, of that here's the next thing, and it's funny evolution. that you say that. It's funny that you say that because I thought to myself, if I wanted to, what time? Where are we at right now? About an hour and a half, ninety minutes in. Okay, because I might need to n- take a piss in a second, All right. but. It's funny that you said that because I I thought to myself further, this is way back in the day, years ago, I was thinking, if heaven was my heaven, then I would be able to pick who I want in it. Agreed. And I don't mean who I want in it. Very specifically, I mean who I want in it. You know what I mean? May have grown apart from Mike in our 30s. But Mike in my 20s was my guy. That's the one I want in my heaven, or I don't yeah, want him there. there. Aaron, you know what I mean, may have been close in high school, may have grown apart in our later years. Well, I don't want that later year Aaron in my heaven. I want that Aaron in my heaven. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So at that point, it has to be in order for him to be in his own heaven, he has to then be an extension of himself in mine. Okay. You feel what I'm saying? Which means that you can still be in your heaven, but you're not the same you that's in mine. But I think that that's where I go with, and I think it ties back to the aura comment. And you made the comment around like... And that was just me throwing out, I wouldn't say like specifically. I I hear hear what what you're saying. saying, but I'm talking like, if it is the energy of you... I don't know that it matters. Which does, one it is? Because does your energy really change that much throughout your life? Or is it your experiences it that shape to, you? But that core energy, is that core energy, like, that soul, that core energy, is that still the same? Then at that point, does it matter which quote-unquote version? You know what I mean? Like I get exactly if, what if you're you saying. If you evolve and the, the next phase is non-physical and you're not hindered by experience and it is well, see, you as pure energy... Well, see, the way my mind works is I still have to know that. Okay. Right? So if so you want your So you want your reference point to be the 20-year version of it. Somewhat. In, in somewhat. And what I'm, what I'm getting at by that is, so maybe I get your aura, right? But maybe that 20-year that I loved of you was a watered-down version of yourself. So now you giving me your whole aura in my heaven is too much That's for too me. Too much. <laughs> Which I hear what then you're doesn't make it my heaven anymore. Right. That makes me have to adapt like the world I'm currently living in. Yeah. And that doesn't equal heaven in my mind. So I'd much rather fight with a whole bunch of people I don't know yeah. 
yeah. in heaven than hope that I meet the people I knew once before. That they meet. You know what I mean? That basically they meet your expectations. Right. Like my heaven would be erasing all thought and memory and just going into the situation as opposed to hoping I can pick and choose what goes in it. Because maybe some of the things that I may pick in my heaven may not be allowed in heaven. Fair. You feel what I'm saying? I hear you there. So take me to Valhalla. You feel me? Like that makes more sense to me than hoping that my um, my euphoric existence is exactly how I picture it and not the way someone else does. Because even if it is God's heaven, that's not your heaven. That's not your view of it. You feel what I'm saying? I do. I do. So that's where I get a little confused and I end up leaning into the evolution. Because like you said, like the deja vu, all the things that go on, like it has to be something going on here that we're not recognizing in our human brains. Right. It's either that or the simulation, right? <laughs> right, and you just have that error code in there to block <laughs> thought beyond that cerebral and cortex. And sometimes there's a glitch, and sometimes it we comes back We may be able to around. get through and be like, hold up, motherfucker. I think I saw your face right. behind that screen. We back here? <laughs> right. And listen, and here's what's even crazier. This is my mind. I may be able to see you through that computer screen as that simulation, right? Mm. But we talked about my heaven. You may exist here. You feel me? Yeah. So while you think you're in control in that computer screen, and you may be, you may also I see you here, here as well. And okay. you're in my world. Right. So I can do whatever I want to this version of you. Yeah. That version of you may feel like you're in control, but what's this version of you feeling like having right. to deal with me? <laughs> Well, and then you get into the multiverse principle, which is all realities exist in parallel. <laughs> which is why I always try to be... There is a universe where we have this show, and we are Joe Rogan. Right. <laughs> and it's this fucking universe. It better be. For y'all end up seeing the other side of it. You know what I'm saying? Listen. But that's interesting. That's very deep. All that with no marijuana, huh? I guess. <laughs> All that with no Seth Rogen, huh? And marijuana is still criminal. That's why. Because we would be, we would have too much. Right. That's why. <laughs> we would. That's why. Then your thoughts expand, and you think, hmm, hmm. Wait, wait. Maybe I can connect this galaxy. Why, that guy. why are we? Oh, I think I found a wormhole. <laughs> and then the whole the world between worlds crumbles. Man. Implodes, <laughs> implosion. How do you break down that barrier? Well, I tell you what. I'm not going to say that. I would have been a little too. A little too much? Yeah. But my lower half's heaven would be to hit that toilet. I'll say that. <laughs> we'll well, raise it that how about How about we do a quick, uh, we'll do a quick five minute Let's and then we'll, we'll come back and we will, uh, we'll wrap the show Let's up in the that. last 30 minutes. I'm with that. All right. Alright, so let's go ahead and do that. We'll be right back here on Do Fools Agree. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Oh, yeah. 
All right, welcome back. You might have heard Cliff Burp. I'm not sure. <laughs> that, that must have been an alternate universe. <laughs> different, different guy. Different guy. <laughs> must have been a wormhole that came through. Oh man. Well, where were we at? Where were we on? I mean, we were way deep. Did, did I tell you? Did I tell you I changed the? Uh, the settings in terms of the, the topic of the podcast. Did you? So it's not evolution anymore? No, 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 no. I mean, the um, basically the categorization of it on Apple Podcasts. Oh, okay. Uh, after our last, I don't know, probably five, four or five episodes, um, I changed it from comedy to uh, like society and culture. Mm. <laughs> because I feel like we've gotten away from, not that we don't still have comedic elements, but that we're a little more... Uh, that might be dangerous for me. A little me. more evolve. That evolving. might be dangerous for me because a lot of things I say in joke. You know what I mean? And now they might... A Alex, lot of truth is said in jest. They might Alex Jones me if you put it at culture. They're going to be like, he wasn't playing. <laughs> Maybe I wasn't, motherfucker. I was about to say, would that really bother you? No, it really wouldn't. I didn't think it would. Now that I think about it, it wouldn't. Man. Because I'd be better off behind a desk than in a tent on Skid Row. Let me tell you that. Because it'd be a lot less tense once I hit the town. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. Alex Jones in particular is... He's very intense! Speaking of tense, though... (laughs) Is this like slides? (laughs) Yeah. Which, by the way, I did listen back. Listen, and you gotta watch them. You gotta watch all kinds of slides. Slipping slides. Those are my favorite. Aluminum <laughs> slides. Those suck in the sun. Those swirly slides. Mm. Those bumpy slides. You better watch out what kind of pants your kids is wearing, or they might just end up with a crane. Evil Knievel. <laughs> <laughs> Call back. Or hurt they crane. Allegedly. Either allegedly. Way. You don't want it. So watch them goddamn slide. True. But. What was I even saying? I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> Let's run back up that slide and see if we can rewind my mind. I don't know where you were. I was so close to I could taste it when I just said that. Um, we were talking about. What we were talking about before we left. Before we left was like different forms of heaven and. But then you said, what did you say when I asked you what we were talking about? You said something about, oh, you changed the settings. Oh, I changed it to society and culture. And I said, okay. So I said that. And we were talking about Alex Jones, and you sounded like you were about to go on something off of that, but I don't I don't think it was actually related. I think it triggered something in your filing cabinet. I mean, your right. database. Right, my, right. <laughs> my Etch-a-Sketch. Right. <laughs> Call back to the chat. There you go. See? Uh, damn, I felt like it was important, too. But It'll come back to you if it was. What is anymore? Yeah, no, oh well. Um, <laughs> but anyway, got? slides. <laughs> no, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> well, um, did we ever get to evolution? 
I mean, we talked about it a little bit. It started off with the cephalopod conversation. Oh, yeah, the octopus. And then we kind of went into societal evolution. And then, yeah. I don't know. I think we're in a de-evolutionary state right now. Well, this goes back to the... We're either on the path to utopia or oblivion, and you are firmly in the oblivion camp. I mean, I'm just thinking, like, honestly, like, uh, I know evolution happens, like, over generations, but... Well, and that's actually kind of what started off the conversation was that in those species of cephalopods, it can actually, evolution can actually happen like in a single generation. Mm -hmm. And what would that look like? I mean, this was actually the intent of the conversation when I posted it was, what would that level of evolution look like in humans? You wouldn't see it. What do you mean? You wouldn't see it. Like, just like you don't see it in octopi. Okay. You wouldn't see it because it's happening internally. You feel what I'm saying? That evolution is is happening internally. And I, I what think you're saying there. that's where it may swerve people like me that think of evolution like monkeys to humans, which I don't believe. But um, because if that's the case, then why are there still fucking monkeys? I hear your point there. What like I would, what I would say is. You would see half-formed monkeys. Were, there were branches of it, which you do. You see all tor- all s- sorts of different types of apes, well, monkeys, primates is, in where general. Where are the Geico guys? Where are the cavemen at? Yeah, That's the half-formed is what I'm getting at. That okay. almost human but didn't quite make it. Didn't You're still on that. And you don't see that. You would see a lot more of that if evolution was a thing. Because certain people would start their evolutionary process and then fall off because they're not. Well, the theory there is that it diverted. It either diverted into human or diverted into even more animalistic. So wait, so here's my here's my. So question. you basically Did ended up with the silverbacks on one side and you ended up with humans on the other. Now that's ignorant. And I don't care. Why is that ignorant? That's ignorant as fuck because a silverback. That's ignorant. So we're saying. So we're saying. So listen, we're saying fuck that a bigger nigga. version of is the ev- evolutionary growth of that animal. Yes. No, I don't know. But that's what I'm saying. Like, think of it from that perspective. So a monkey started as a monkey and then went to a gorilla. So where are the half gorillas to people? You feel me? Because it's not like certain people just stopped evolving. You're missing what I'm saying. I'm saying that monkeys evolved to whatever, uh, chimpanzees. Chimpanzees evolved to gorillas, but chimpanzees also branched off and grew into humans. So on one set, because evolution isn't a straight line. So listen to what I'm saying. So listen to what I'm saying. I I think that's where you're missing me, though. It's it's a branch, though. Right. I think that's where you're missing me, though. Certain ones in certain environments evolved from an intelligence standpoint other ones evolved from a physicality and right. brute force standpoint so i think what i'm getting at is it's not levels you feel me it's not like you reach a level and stop no no no, if no. Evolution, it's branching paths right if we're talking about evolution though there would be different versions of that chimpanzee and I don't mean I don't you mean, mean species that there would like be... cousins. I mean that chimpanzee would be more formed into a human than stop. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like, why does that chimpanzee look like he's more of a man, and that one looks like more of a? Obviously, you've never seen Planet of the Apes. 
<laughs> well, I, I've seen I've seen the movie, but, but show me life. the zoo. You feel me? Show I hear me the monkey. So you're saying that there, like, if that were really there would be the different case, versions, like skin color. I, I hear I hear what you're saying there, and I there's not. So that makes no sense to me. Beyond that, when we were looking into last week's episode, we were talking about weird brain function. I found out that the scientists discovered that in our cerebral cortex, we have a core in the actual that monkeys don't have. And the first thing I thought when he said that was, so are we going to get into evolution and all this? Like, (laughs) Don't just say we just discovered something and then not address the thing what the implications are right that's like flat earth like we discovered the moon rotates around the world but we won't address these flat earthers like what the <laughs> fuck like what kind of like that doesn't make sense to me like so don't pull the wool over my eyes is all i'm saying okay. you feel what i'm saying now i'm not saying that things don't evolve right but i think that we have a loose term for evolution Right. Okay. Just because I keep my hand in water and it wrinkles and eventually I the webbing starts to grow out doesn't mean I've evolved. That means I've changed and You've adapted, adapted to that. That's two different things. Adaptation, adaptation, and evolution, evolution are two completely different things. But and the, I think we lose track. But the philosophy the there is an adaptation. Is usually within the same generation, whereas evolution is after multiple generations. Right, so it's harder to track evolution. So, if, so basically, and it what goes back, if little Elian Gonzalez never got pulled out of that water, he'd be a dolphin. He'd no, grow gills. No, no because I, because at that point he doesn't survive. But that would be evolution if you were to throw a human in water and they could survive for years. They should what? evolve. No. What would be the what into would, a mermaid? What would be the evolution? Would be the polar ice caps melt. The, we end up in water world like Kevin Costner, and not in that first generation, but ten generations down the line, we've learned our bodies have changed physically to adapt to living in a water based environment versus a land based one. That makes a little more sense. That makes a little more sense. But, but you, that's you kind of that. but where I started with this was on the octopus side, which is the amount the of internal. code that the amount of code that they are rewriting from one generation to the next well, we, is a ten thousand times more than we rewrite from a human species. And we talked to the about next. that last week. We said that well, I said that they there have been studies that they said that the evolution of the human brain has done more 10 times more in the past couple years than it has ever in the past. Right. And that, I don't, I don't even know if you, that could... was actually the quote from the book, by the way, was that every decade we've learned more about the, well, it was learning more about it. Not right. It no, no, evolved. I, I had, this was about evolve. You're right. Yeah. My my, fault, my fault. Right. Um, but, um, but what was my point though? Right, my I point, never know what your point is. My point, I don't think I do either. <laughs> I think I'm just swimming, hoping I learn. Who's the more uh, foolish? The the fool uh, Who's the more? I just don't, I don't see how, I don't see, I mean, I don't know. I feel like we're, <laughs> that's the whole reason why I feel like we're at the, 
we're at the cusp because we don't see evolution happening in humans right now. We almost seem to be devolving. Right, and that's what I'm saying. Like when I when I think of clear and utter examples of this, the first thing that comes to mind is like how have our sense of humor is reversed? Like we're attacking comedians now yeah saying you shouldn't be able to say that you shouldn't be able to do now i get it if you're you know attacking someone so you're thinking of it more from a a societal impact versus than an individual human impact at that point you're basically saying like as a society we're right and i feel like the society is what's de-evolving us The fact that we're not thinking on our own 10 toes and we're riding with the consensus because it's easy to now with social media, we now don't think for ourselves and are expecting a vote. Right. We don't know what to do if it's not a vote. If yeah. everybody didn't vote and it's not like what that what is that what does that mean though? Yeah. You know what I mean? What are we voting for? What are we doing here? You know what I mean? And nobody seems to be Waking up and saying, okay, now let's cool out here. Like, let the comedians work. <laughs> like, we're not talking about, uh, what's the guy's name that busted in the door uh, in Seinfeld? We're not oh, talking about Kramer, Kramer here. Yeah. Spitting niggers out on the stage. <laughs> Don't do that. You know what I mean? Like, so, so why can't they be funny? Are we really at a point where we're devolving back to where we can't even laugh? We shouldn't even dance? We can't be footloose? That's the thing with comedy is that comedy is meant to make you uncomfortable because that uncomfortability is what makes you laugh. Right. And now we're at a point where no one should feel uncomfortable. That's the problem. Fuck you. You you just nailed the number one person that feels. Fuck you. I don't care if you're trans. I don't care if you're gay or you're straight. Fuck you. Because if you feel like this world should adapt to you because you feel uncomfortable, you're an octopi. And I don't mean that in the good way, as in the evolution of brain. I mean that is in plural octopussies. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) So let's just make that clear here. That we're developing into a world of non-grammarless octopi. I understand what you're trying to say. I don't think you're saying it very well. I'm saying it exactly. (laughs) I'm saying it exactly the way I intended to. Well, that doesn't. Yeah. Well, change. I won't argue with that. Change your way of thinking, and maybe you'd understand what I'm saying. Octopussy. <laughs> we talking about yeah, well, you know not like subscribe game, share if you like it not you a know? game we talking about <laughs> but that's the truth i mean that's the truth i can't think of any i can't think of any other way like why do we have to all move as in, as a group well and honestly once you move towards that monolithic form of thinking there is no more evolution i don't get it you have to have people that stand up. I don't want to be a part of y'all's in group. In order to grow as a society, grow as. Right. I don't want to be a part of y'all's group. And I don't plan to be. Yeah. And I won't. And nobody can make me. That's true. You feel me? I can think and laugh at whatever the fuck I want to think and laugh about. And nobody will stop me. Well, and we're almost. So to that point, we are getting to a point as a society around 
wanting to make everybody feel comfortable versus giving people the tools to feel comfortable outside of changing their environment to make them feel comfortable. It's soft. But I will actually take it in the other direction. I will take it in the neuroscience conversation from last month or Uh last week about if we can learn how the brain functions and be able to teach people how to harness that whatever that it factor is that makes people confident and comfortable in any given situation. But do you want that though? You don't necessarily. I wouldn't. It's not, not that necessarily the comfort aspect, but for it not to eat away at you as a person. We'll see. So like, I understand what you're saying. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, I'm trying to say that we need to build people that are stronger. that can handle any situation versus building a society which makes everyone feel comfortable. Right. And my whole thing is I would much rather cut out the fat than make everyone comfortable. You feel what I'm saying? Right. You got something in the chat? Yeah, I do. So Uncle Dan chimed in. He said, this has moved on from evolution to changes in culture. On that score, I agree with Cliff mostly. People were pissed because Krispy Kreme offered a free donut for people who got vaccinated. What the fuck? <laughs> it just said what, but right. I mean, I understand. I understand, I understand exactly what he's saying. Like that's the that's the world that. And we I live agree in. with that. I I have no disagreement with that. Like, but see, that's th- this is what's so dangerous about it is because people think they're so woke, right? And they're they're doing things to change to make it better for others, right? Right, but in the the all actuality, what you're doing is you're you're setting you're a benchmark. Dis, you're actually disarming. Them. Right, right. Everyone, everyone is a snowflake, and I don't mean like no, soft. I, I exactly mean different. Mean. So to say that everyone should be on a norm is asinine because no one should be. No, it's it, I, there is no normal. Right, you know what I mean. Like <laughs> I feel like it should be. It should be more of a um. What's the word I'm looking for? More of a like a, a shock for two people to to think the same way than for two people to not to. Right. That makes more sense to me. That we just don't think the same and it's fine. Right. We don't we don't understand each other and that's fine. But are we working together in the well, same way? And you it's know fun- what I mean? It's funny that you say that because I've actually had a lot of thought about that, like because I talked earlier about the fact that we're getting ready to grow my team. Right now, I think we have a very good balance of different personality types, right. different skill sets. What I worry about is that if we bring, if we double the size of it, do I fall into a trap where, like, I have a camp that is more one way than the other way? And then does and that make you know us what? less versatile at that it's point? It's funny that you say that. And listen, this may be the first realization that I've had on this podcast. And that is that I need a new job, period, point blank. Because what you just said was that, is that, and I told my supervisor this, understand America, I am honest to a fault. I told my supervisor, you cannot have someone like me on your team. No one in the company has been here longer than me on this team. Yeah. That means I know the right ways, the wrong ways, and the ways you are trying to do things. Yeah. It's not going to work because I know more than you. Not because you have to kill those people. Like in in war. Again, I come back to the I come back to Star Wars and Kylo Ren, which is 
You don't let keep, let let the past die. Right. Kill it if you have to. You don't, right. You don't, you don't keep the lieutenant of the guy that you just conquered. Right. Because he remembers the way the old way went. And he'll sway people to go with that old way. Kill that man. And I told them the exact same way. Listen, and honestly, if he I adapts know, to you, then you know he wasn't loyal to begin with. Kill him either way. Right. Either way, he has to go. And that's what I'm telling them about me. I've been here too long. If you're not going to let me go to another team, fire me. Get rid of me. Because this is not going to work moving forward. Because I see... The mistakes that those people are making, but I'm not in a position to be able to say, I'm sorry. That's not, that's right. not right. You're, you're driving saying. us back to where we were before, but nobody's going to listen to me because everybody else that I started with have gone on. They've either quit well, or left. And I'm with you on that front in, in that if they're not willing to listen to you, then you, you need to make that decision. What I would say is some leaders do come in and they are willing to listen and they will actually change their approach based on what you tell them. But if that's not what you're seeing, then I would say, yeah, you're in a no, position you where have you to should move on. You have to understand it from a place of war, <coughs> right? I hear you. If me, the guy that's been around from the, the, the exodus... You've managed to survive so right, long. the exodus <laughs> of this tribe, and then you come in and you say, well, I'm willing to take notes from you then I have to kill you. Right. Why would I want you to take notes from me when I can lead better than you can? Okay. You feel what I'm saying? That's why you have to kill me. You have to take somebody like me out. And I don't mean for anybody just joining into the conversation. I don't literally. Right. But you have to get rid of the people that came before you for that reason. You're not going to be able to rebuild if you have someone that knows the old structure. The only thing that I would say there, and I will use my own experience with our with my current company as a counterpoint to that, right. is that honestly, I was far enough down the totem mm-hmm. that when the new leadership came in, I was actually elevated. And everybody that was above kind of where I was at, that whole team is cycled. So we'll see. It depends. Maybe you're that may maybe, be a good company. Maybe you're not up far enough for them to say. Well, see, here's the thing. Like that's so that's let me finish this thought is uh-huh. that I think when a when a corporate culture needs to change, generally speaking, is right. you can't just cut off the head of the snake. You got to cut off at least a third, the top third. Get rid of the snake. Right, right, right. Get rid but of the you, snake. You and Down I are the, the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep exactly. the rattler. Keep right. the, the, exactly. the rattle, but get rid of the rest of the snake is the thing. And my whole thing with that is the only, the only, I won't even say. But if the changes aren't happening like 10 levels above you, like for me, in terms of levels, I'm, I'm what we would call an L4 now. So there's the CEO. There's the C-suite. Right. There's the VPs, and then there's my level. Right. Well, see, like, my whole my whole thing with that is, um, hurry up before you lose it again. Um, God damn, don't lose it again. I had it right on my... Say what you said before you ex- explain the levels. So what I would say, it was the whole... Um, 
are you far enough up that it matters whether or not they keep you or let you go? Right. There it is. Okay. There it is. Exactly. So what I'm saying is. Occasionally I can get you back. There. Right. Right. <laughs> well, see, see, you're the uh, captain. I'm the navigator. I just need you to go in. Go so forward. My whole thing is this. When I'm at a company. Almost four years. And I see people that have been at that same company for upwards of 10 years leave to take another job somewhere else at the same level I'm at. That doesn't give me the, the, the confidence or to the, move up with your company. Right. Because if, because if you're people running people out in management and they're going back down, why would I want to move to their, and listen, you got to understand Everybody, and I know I'm a friend, Facebook friends with a lot of people. I'm not as dumb as they are, though. And don't get me wrong. I mean this to you specifically. I'm not as dumb as they are. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. I'm not going to devote myself 10 years to a company moving up that I don't see going anywhere. Now, I've seen from when I started the company, eh, this isn't going anywhere. I hear you, but there are, so what I would say is, and I think you and I have talked about this a little bit in the past in terms of not everybody is meant to move up in a company. Like, and that's, that's part of, and that's part of the reason why, and I, I know at least I've always my, been a pawn. I know at least in my company, I don't know what it's like in yours, that the, the pay band. I don't know what that means. Usually like. What the average, so... Okay. Yeah, pay, I don't even know. A pay band is, usually it's a letter or a number, and it's like, if you are a nine, your pay band is $30 an hour to $56 an if hour. If you are a black, how do you your fall, pay band... How do you fall within, <laughs> but how do you fall within that pay band? Right. Like, I'm actually, I'm actually fortunate right now because most of my team is below the midpoint of right. their pay bands, which means I can afford for probably almost 10 years to give them 5% raises every year and still be within their current role. Right. So you can make them feel more appreciated. They can make more money, but they don't necessarily have to change titles and right. move up further. Right. Right. No, I, I understand that 100%. And to your point, like if you're comfortable in the role you're in and you don't want to move up, the question is how much flexibility do you have within your quote unquote pay band to continue to make more money without necessarily moving up in title or responsibility. See, at this point, it's not about, I can't expect for the guy that oppressed me to give me more money. I hear you there. I just can't. That makes sense. You feel my, I can't expect to devote 10 years of my life to, to be making $2 more than what I'm making now. No, and I hear you on that. And that's, I mean, honestly, like the reason I've stayed with the company that I'm at is that I have never gone more than three years, more than really more than two years, without seeing a sizable increase. Listen, in terms I've of gotten in terms of percentage. I've like I said, I've been in my job for almost four years now. I've gotten one pay increase. Yeah, see, that one pay increase was three percent, which ended up being about seventy-five cents on my dollar. Now, once I noticed that, after all that I had given them, I knew from then on, this isn't anywhere I want to be yeah. or need to be. Now, the difference between me and someone else is that would instantly be an indication for them to move on. See, me, 
It's not. Because out of all the places that I have worked before and trust and believe, I know I can make almost double somewhere else. But that would all that would also be an inconvenience to my life. Now I'm working a different work schedule. I'm working right. I'm working somewhere else. I have to go into work. I have to do all this shit. Where it's like, you know what? With all of those revenue streams that we discussed previously, I'm comfortable. I don't care if I hate these people. And let's be honest. (laughs) Today, at least, you hate some people. Listen, I might be more honest than I should be. (laughs) But the way I've been feeling today with this devil in me, if I ran into a few of them outside of work without me working there, I can't say I wouldn't put hands on them. Right. I can't say that. I honestly cannot say I wouldn't be mad enough to put hands on them. I hear you. And anytime, listen, at the same time, whether or not that is just one source of revenue stream, anytime a job makes me feel that way, I got to get out of there. You know it's time to go. Yeah. And I think that that's the thing is that, and unfortunately, that's what, that's what the the society that we have built here in America does is that it does make pe- people feel, to some extent, trapped in their current job because of healthcare, because of X, because that's of really the only reason healthcare and all that is the only reason why I really care to keep the job right. And it's really crazy because I don't go to the doctor, but I, it's all the other benefits. It's the yeah. life insurance. It's the if karma needs something. It's you know what I mean. It's all no, that. It's everything else. Well, I mean. Is she is she a dependent on your insurance or on baby mom's? Well, insurance? it depends. It right now she's on Michelle's. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, it depends on the situation, of course. But right, right. now. But right now. Right. Okay. Well, and I mean that. I mean that that right there probably gives you more flexibility than if she were on yours right now. Right, definitely. And you know, everybody knows I don't give a fuck about going to the doctor. Right. I do we, need to we've also my... had that talk on the podcast. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about a lump. I don't give pretty a fuck much, about Pretty much I go to get my blood sugar, and then they tell me it's too high, and they throw me on other or different medications. The only time I ever use my insurance, and this is 100%, is I got a STD check every six months back when I was sexually active. Are you still on celibacy right now? Yeah, I'm not fucking nothing. No? Not an <laughs> interest in a tailbone. <laughs> no, no I have bones. no interest. <laughs> what I say at the beginning, I'm ambidextrous. You hear what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't give a fuck about a woman. <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? So... Right now, I'm focused And I'm on... married, so I'm also ambidextrous. Um... <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I know that's right. <laughs> that's another reason why. Like, what am I rushing into a situation what's, what's and be point? doing the, the same thing? <laughs> I could do that by myself. Right. I can do bad all by myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I have a blast. Don't nobody tell me when to take these here draws off. I do it when I please. <laughs> well, and that's the benefit of working from home. Um, <laughs> sometimes you just feel like it in the middle of the day. Maybe like, yeah, I may need it. to. <laughs> Keep it a buck. 
Maybe I may need to just like switch it up and just work asshole naked. You know what I mean? Like just <laughs> as comfortable as I, like I, as I would if I walked around with nobody there and mm. see if that changes my <laughs> fuck that job. If you do it naked, maybe it's not as bad. Yeah, I mean, who else has the opportunity to? This may be the only opportunity I could. I might as well. Oh, man. And you know, my ignorant ass, uh, light that motherfucking camera right on up if you call me, too. Oh, it's a meeting? Oh, oh, are you mad that I'm in my own house? Take your computer back, bitches. Oh, shit. The fuck? So maybe that's my new angle. There you go. Coffee and cock. <laughs> Out in the open. You I know. might have to double up on the OnlyFans on a naked work day. There you go. Naked work day. OnlyFans.com slash naked See which one pops off first. Unemployment or the OnlyFans. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Oh. I will, I will, I will say this just to wrap us up. Uh, the Rita chimes in when she likes it. I think Anyways, I'm in. <laughs> I think I'm in. <laughs> I think I've already made up my mind. <laughs> Only you, fans. You definitely there. have new webcams and new mics, so you might as well go for it. Um, <laughs> we are at about two fifteen, Mister Jennings. You got anything to wrap us up here? Aluminum slides. <laughs> Stop with the slides. Plastic slides. All I'm saying is some slides take you oh, to a whole shit. different level Here we go of life. Again. And I don't know what was just played, but love everybody and watch out for them goddamn slides. <laughs> watch out for them Especially slides. Especially if you got kids or if you're a kid at heart. There you go. We got a couple of we got a couple of different shows going on tomorrow. Uh, there will probably be two episodes of Mind and Body Understanding with Dr. Jeff Farian. Fuck that! Listen to Hit the Showers presented to you by the. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> but listen to Hit the Showers, please present. <laughs> <laughs> listen to both. <laughs> the good news is it's podcast form, so you can listen to it later as well. Uh, so you got hit the or you got hit the showers dropping tomorrow probably about 6 30 you got the mind and body understanding podcast which will drop one episode between two and three and probably another one between three and four or four and five Ooh, um we won't mix the no they zoom have a different there's a different zoom setup okay. uh and we should be done before you all start so okay. check those out do us a favor uh head over to apple podcast if you search for foolproof entertainment network you'll find all three shows do us a favor like, subscribe, subscribe, download all three shows. Rank them. Give Rank them our em. stars. Even if it's a one star, one star me. And then also make a comment because comments are what get it yeah, going. Yeah, so. if you one star me, at least give me a comment as to why. <laughs> Tell us why. Tell us But why. I'm not mad if you one star me. Give me what you, what you think I deserve. I mean, I think that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> all that. Evolution. Evolution. It's an evolution, bitches. <laughs> I call it devolution. Devolution. All right. That's all we got tonight. Peace out, fools. And love your mothers. That too.